Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Games High School's Football Scoreboard Show. Friday night, under the lights. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Into the 9 o'clock hour on this Friday night. Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker, Dom Jarowski working the other side of the glass. It is the High School Scoreboard Show here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. So glad you're accessing us. If it's on your radio, if you're riding in your car, or, uh, you got your stereo at home or your hi-fi. I mentioned that hi-fi. Yeah, well, however, you we know, don't care. That, We're glad. That, you know, right on your, any type of device. Uh, if you downloaded the Odyssey app, we appreciate you joining us. On this Friday night, we've had we've had fun so far. Yeah, it's been a great night, and more to come. And more to come. We we we, we we're just a little play. past halftime. Really, are. We oh, we're not even at halftime. Right. Some games are still in second quarter. Haven't yeah. gotten to halftime yet. Boy, Cedar grows up twenty-eight nothing second quarter. That's yeah, that coach didn't have any revenge on his mind. <laughs> he did. He didn't say anything before they started. Nah. Uh, all right. All right. Bruce uh, County twenty-one, Irwin zero, based ooh. on our Marcus Stroud talk. Yeah, just talk with Marcus about bringing a hammer. That's the rival now, you know, Brooks and Irwin. 35 angry. <laughs> 35 angry young men. Angry, angry young men. Yeah. All right, we got to pick up some games. We got someone checking in with us. Uh, Gainesville Times, always, always, always great to hear from Bill Murphy. Bill, welcome to the Scoreboard Show. Where are you tonight? Well, I'm up at Gainesville, and it has been all red elephants in the first half. Scored on an 80-yard touchdown pass to Gavin Hole in the first play of the game, and Went into halftime, leaving 34 to nothing against Shiloh. So realignment cannot get here fast enough because Gainesville is just in a league of its own right now. Well, you talk about that defense. You know, you, you just mentioned the points, but obviously the, 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 the defense is lights out tonight too. Absolutely. I mean, give Shiloh credit. They've uh, put together a couple drives, but Gainesville's had a pair of interceptions, but you couple Gainesville's big play potential with the defense. Um, they're, they're not going to be anyone in the first, at least for a few rounds of the state that's going to be able to match up with them. Now they do have one problem. They do still commit a lot of penalties. So that is driving Coach Niblett crazy on the sideline tonight. I can assure you of that. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's all about playing to a standard when you really are the heavy favorite. And it's very yeah, difficult. Yeah, I think they're over do. 100 yards in penalties already tonight. So he was, he was not pleased. You've got to have something to work on. Got to have something. Absolutely. But uh, <laughs> the something. running game, Gavin Hall is something to see. The Furman commit, mm-hmm. he's over 100 yards already tonight. And they're probably about ready to plug in the junior varsity for the second half. Wow. The way they do things up in Gainesville. People want to find out more about it, they can read it tomorrow morning. GainesvilleTimes.com. All right. All right. Thanks so much. Uh, for checking in, that's Bill Melmer for checking in for us uh, from Gainesville Times with a team that just keeps on rolling toward the postseason. You know, Coach Niblett came in last year, his very first season. They get to the state championship game. They are definitely on a mission to get back there. Yeah, they had a great – they've had a great run. You know, I haven't lost a regular season game. I only lost one game Yeah, in his entire time there, if I remember right, 14-1 and one last year. So, Coach Niblett, uh, with a win tonight, moves to 22-1 and one in Georgia. I'd say that's pretty good. That's pretty. That's very impressive. Very impressive. All right, what other scores jumping out to you? We got a got a, got a couple of updates. We're going to run run well, some scores. Well, you know, I'll tell you that Colquitt County twenty one, Lowndes twenty. You know, some years that wouldn't stand out, just be a battle. But Lowndes struggled a little bit this year. Colquitt County's been dominant, and Colquitt County Lowndes playing a tight one tonight. Okay, you watch for that one. Benedictine and Wayne County. We talked about that game. Third quarter, they're still tied. They're twenty one twenty one. It's a good ball game. Good ball game. Two well coached teams. Uh, really going to be exciting to see who can pull that one out. McEachern's over North Paulding right now, 21-7 in the third quarter. That's a big game. You know, McEachern started out, I think, 1-4 and four and really have has gotten their stride together and may end up winning that region. They're going to be a problem for some people in the playoffs. It will be that. It will be that as we watch for them. All right, uh, let's get some of our reports right now. Let's check in with Eric Slaughter for the first time tonight. Sports Radio 92.9 The Games, Friday night high school scoreboard show. This is Eric Slaughter checking in from the stockyard at Kell High School where we have reached the end of the first quarter and we are all knotted at seven in this 5A Region 6 showdown between the Spartans of Greater Atlanta Christian and the Longhorns of Kell. Greater Atlanta returned the opening kickoff 90-plus yards, got into touchdown range, but fumbled on their first play from inside the red zone, recovered by the Longhorns. Two plays later, the Longhorns were in the end zone on an 84-yard touchdown strike to take an early 7-0 lead. Later in the first quarter, the Spartans, they get back on the board after a muffed punt by the Longhorns. The Spartans recovered, and three plays later, they were in the end zone to tie this game at seven. This is going to be a contest that goes down to the wire. Once again, it's seven to seven at the end of the first between the Spartans and the Longhorns. We'll go back to the studio with Sam and Chris, but from the stockyard, this is Eric Slaughter for the Friday Night High School Scoreboard Show. Fantastic, fantastic. Eric, a tight ball game. We figured that would be a pretty good matchup. Big time game. Players everywhere. GAC holding their own. Kale's really athletic. That's going to be, that's a region championship game tonight. Yep, you watch and see what happens uh, uh, going forward. We got one more. This one's from, we got, got, got Day Day. Day Day Lewis with an update here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the high school scoreboard show with Sam Crenshaw and Coach Chris Parker. Damian Dede Lewis live here at Pace Academy, guys. Homecoming for the Knights. And right now it is the Knights trailing 7-6 at the half. Not a lot of offense in this one, as you can tell, outside of that 80-yard touchdown pass from R.L. Ward to Markel Aguirre for the Lions, which you guys heard me uh, mentioning while I did my last check-in. But I will say that neither of these teams are straying away from trying to get their ground game 
game established. In fact, that is what helped the Lions with that deep pass that led to their the only touchdown in the game to this point. So we'll keep you updated on what adjustments are made and how this one goes in the second half. For the High School Scoreboard Show with Sam Crenshaw and Coach Chris Parker, I'm Damian Dede Lewis on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, that's a great report, but are we disappointed? That something yeah, nothing happened. Nothing happened. He must have been listening last time we called on to it. Yeah, you nothing, know? nothing broke loose yeah. in the background because usually um, something, something happens with Day-Day's. <laughs> I'll, I'll shoot him a text and make yeah. sure he brings the juice next yeah, time. Yeah, he got to bring it, man. People are expecting it now. Seven to six, a uh, <laughs> great game there. Luella quietly putting a nice season together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They are. They are. They are. If you check some other games, uh, scores of other games that are taking place, the Douglas County lead is now 28-7 to over East Pauling. That is a third-quarter score uh, in that game. Keep it Sam, I got, um, I got one you might be oh, interested in. Oh, oh, what you got? What you got? Uh, Osborne just scored to go up 7 to nothing on Wheeler in the third Whoa. quarter. Whoa. History in the making. 7 to nothing. History I mean, in the making. History probably in the making either way. Yeah. And I love the guys at Wheeler. Um, just reporting the news. Yeah, yeah. But 7 nothing, Osborne over Wheeler. Big defensive battle. I mean, mid-third quarter. And playing a lot of ball to only be 7 nothing, But – Osborne scores, takes the lead early. That's a chance to um, they win tonight. They're making the playoffs first time since uh, ever. Wow. It's a school open, 1957. Yeah. That's why I brought it up. You know, it's not one of wow. these, like, these Gwinnett school, the thing opened a day and a half ago, and they're the first team to make the playoffs. Yeah, like, right, right. They've been around since 1957, <laughs> and they've never made the playoffs. That's been a long wait. Yo, Osborne just scored. Whoa. I mean, I'm sorry, Wheeler just scored 7-7. Seven, 7-7. Seven. Seven, seven. So Wheeler was not to be outdone. Okay, this game was scoreless in the first half. Halftime, and that's kind of what happens sometimes in games, isn't it? Yeah, be, be short, low scoring for a long time, and then when teams start scoring, they just start scoring. So picks up, two picks quick up. touchdowns there, seven seven. Wheeler and Osborne, two really well coached, two really good stories, two guys working really hard as head coaches that I know they do a great job, and, and somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose, but that this game is that intense, and they're playing for playoff position, and really says a lot about all they've done. Last week they were on uh, national television, big game, and when somebody dumped out of it, ESPN decided to dump out before it ended. J.J. Watt got the social media. What are you guys doing? Somebody please tell me what happened at the end of the Buford-Mill Creek game. This week Mill Creek is playing Collins Hill 14-6. They're leading third quarter. Mill Creek is leading. I don't know. I mean, after a game like last week, and then you come back and play a week after that. Well, let's talk about that for you. Yeah, yeah. So Elbert County's losing – 35 to 7 to Commerce right now. Albert County, great season. Mm-hmm. They're getting beat 35 to 7 to Commerce. Commerce is a good team now, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I don't think anybody saw that score coming. Mill Creek's beating Collins Hill by a touchdown right now. And most people with a computer would have probably picked Mill Creek to win by four or five or six touchdowns. These are regular young men, Sam. They're not robots. Yeah. Them computers don't pick games. You know, that's for fun. These are kids, and when they have emotional wins, they can struggle. You know, so it's not surprising to me that two teams, and, and if you're not familiar with where I'm going with that, Elbert County beat Rabin County last week. Yeah, that was a, big. In a massive win. And then the biggest win of the whole season may have been Mill Creek over Buford, right? Yeah. When Buford has the quarterback moves in, Buford's got, you know, what seems like Division One players every position, Mill Creek's rebuilding, you know, well, Mill Creek beats them. You got to come back Monday and have that same intensity, that same passion for the game, that same, you know, that same desire to win on Friday. And it's hard to do when everybody's told you how amazing you are. 
is that up to the coach to make that happen or do the players? Well, it's both. Do you look for some leaders I mean, within, within the team? It's that, both. That, okay. But ironically, two guys that are great friends, Josh Lovelady and Shannon Jarvis, coach of these two teams, I know they know how to handle it. Right. So what I'm telling you is nobody, Nick Saban or Kirby Smart or Shannon Jarvis, is going to stop a 15-year-old <laughs> from hearing how great they are for a little while. Yeah. And so – you know, it gives the coach something to center them. But it is a reminder that every level you go down is more unpredictable. A 35-year-old or a 25-year-old playing for the Falcons or yeah. may be able to channel their emotions and energy from one week to the next, obviously much better than the college players. And the college players can do it much better than the high school players. And when you see – you see these college teams have a great win and then struggle the next week, right? Yeah. Louisville, I think, last week. Louisville beat Notre Dame yep. and then lost the next week. Very common. Well, if you think of 22-year-olds do that, you can bet 16- and 17-year-olds, you know, struggle after wins. That Part of the thing that makes some of these great coaches so impressive is the ability to handle success. That obviously a coach's job is to handle failure, but it's also a tough job in handling success. Yeah. And right now, Mill Creek and Elbert are both looking at having to handle success. Can we compete every week no matter, even after everybody's told us how great we are? You know, everybody hears about you trying to focus on winning after you're struggling. Most people know a coach's job is when the team loses to get them back on track. Right, right. But it's also a tough job to get them to stay on that track (laughs) after everybody, including Parker Resource Coach of the Week and Sam Crenshaw went to their school and, you know, we're part of the problem, you know. (laughs) You you tell everybody, tells them how great they are, they got to come back the next week and play. And that other team, they start 0-0. So, Collins Hill, this is their Super Bowl tonight. Yeah. Commerce is their Super Bowl. You know, so, yeah. Man, there's some some, some thoughts, some things to watch for as we continue on this Friday night. All right, headed through the next segment. We're going to check in with John Batnarowski, Marietta Daily Journal. Uh, see what scores he has and gets his thoughts on what's transpired to this point on this Friday evening. You stay with us. It is the Scoreboard Show, the high school scoreboard show here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, 
the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. To more of the high school football scoreboard show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Radio 99 game at 99thegame.com. It's the high school scoreboard show here in the 9 o'clock hour on this Friday night. Well, we got two more weeks of the regular season to go, and then we're talking playoffs. So every every game, an important one at this juncture of the schedule. Uh, Coach, let's check in with Garrett Chapman. He's got an update for us. Let's check in with Garrett. Sports Radio 92.9, the game in the high school scoreboard show. This is Garrett Chapman live at Halford Stadium for a rematch of the 2022 state championship game between Cedar Grove and Sandy Creek. And so far, it is all Saints. We just kicked off here in this third quarter, and it's 28 to nothing. Bo Walker has two touchdown runs. He looks like a bowling ball, the Georgia commit does. He has been great in this game. EJ Colson, the quarterback for Cedar Grove, he's been on point. Uh, he has multiple long touchdown throws. He has the one long touchdown throws and many more long passes down the field. He's been great. The Cedar Grove offense has been fantastic, but that Cedar Grove defense has been just as impressive. They have been making life difficult for Dalen Pinson, the, the Sandy Creek quarterback. But guys, we had a little bit of drama heading into the locker room. We had a muffed punt or a muffed kick as they were Cedar Grove was attempting a field goal as the time expired, and they muffed the punt or they muffed the they muffed the snap, I should say. And it looks like Sandy Creek had recovered the ball. They said that he rolled over and was on the ground, the defender, but it didn't really look that way. It was kind of a tough call, and they ruled him down, but he would have had a walk-in touchdown to make it a 28-7 score heading into the locker room. It was a very tumultuous decision. I know that these two have a bit of a history with decisions like that, but they ruled him down and in favor of Cedar Grove, and the, that's how you get to the score, 28 to nothing. But guys, we just kicked off this third quarter. It looks like Cedar Grove is driving yet again. Um, we'll see if Sandy Creek has an answer coming out of the locker room. So that's what head coach Smiley told me. They they had a look of determination coming out of the locker room. And he, he just told his guys, you just got to play. You got to want it. And right now it's all Cedar Grove. They seem to really want it uh, just a little bit more on every single play. That's just the way it feels in this game. But guys, it's 28 to nothing. Cedar Grove is driving. They're on about the 30-yard line or so as we've just kicked off this third quarter. I'll keep you guys updated on all the action. Sports Radio 92.9, the game in the high school scoreboard show. This is Garrett Chapman. Sam and Chris, back to you. All right, thanks a lot, Garrett, for that update. A little, a little drama. Well, you know, you know what? You, you, you kind of knew something was going to happen, didn't you? <laughs> you know. And, so there was a there was a call that was controversial <laughs> in the game between Cedar Grove and Sandy Creek. Yeah, it was new. You're right? kidding me. <laughs> That's happening, but that game's going on and still no score for, for, for Sandy Creek as Cedar Grove has the lead in that game. All right, um, different, different Friday nights. We've had a chance to check in with John Betnarowski from Marietta Daily Journal, uh, and he's keeping an eye on everything out in, uh, out in Cobb County and beyond and joins us now. Uh, John, welcome back to the Scoreboard Show with Sam and Chris on this Friday night. What are you keeping an eye on? Well, you know, we've got a number of teams that can uh, – 
secure playoff spots and win regions tonight. Uh, McEachern's up 21 to seven at North Paulding. If they win that game, they're going to win the uh, region three, seven, a title. Uh, Kel and GAC Kel's up 21, 14, uh, late in the second quarter in that one, that one, that game will decide region, uh, six, five, a, and, uh, Osborne and Wheeler, they are tied at seven in the third quarter. Osborne started out the uh, third quarter connected on a 99 yard touchdown pass to Tyreek cook. And, uh, uh, but Wheeler's come back and tied that game. If Osborne wins, they would be 8-0 and would secure their first play- state playoff spot in program history. Now, of course, you know, they qualified for the region playoffs back in the 80s, 90s, you know, a couple of times there before it was considered the state, but this would be the first official state playoff berth. And it looks like they're going to end up in the playoffs after tonight either way because both Cherokee and Kennesaw Mountain are getting trounced, and uh, that would secure a playoff spot for them too. So some big games uh, going on, and, uh, uh, you know, things are looking good over on uh, Favor Road. We talk about – let's talk about Wheeler, you know, because we Sam and I talk a lot about Osborne. But I've been impressed with the job Wheeler's done the last couple of years too. Have you? Yeah, you know Brian Love. Uh, it, it's been a slow build, but they are a very fundamentally sound football team. Uh, they run the ball well. Marcus Romain, quarterback, is starting to get some D one looks. Uh, I think he's got an offer from. Uh, Navy, one from Boston College, uh, Josiah Allen and Kentrell Brown, two really good running backs. Uh, you know, they're one of those teams right now that they've lost to North Atlanta and they lost to North Cobb. So I'm thinking as long as there's no word North in their opponents, I think they're in pretty good shape. <laughs> but uh, it, they are one of these teams that, Maybe not a whole lot of star power, but everybody on both sides of the ball knows where they're supposed to be, and they get there, and uh, they're going to be a tough out uh, in the playoffs. Yep, spending time uh, talking with John Betnarowski, married to Daily Journal. Uh, he's got so many things he keep, keeps up on as far as the games on Friday night, and he has spots a little time to come in and hang out with us, and we always appreciate him. Talk about this McEachern team uh, continuing to impress um, and uh, they're up on North Pauling tonight. Yeah, it's amazing what the what, uh, team can do when they get healthy. Uh, you know, if they win uh, tonight, it'll be five in a row. And like I said earlier, they will secure the region championship. They're off next week before they uh, uh, play their final game against Hillgrove in the uh, battle down powder town, as we like to call it. All so, right. Um, you know, uh, Jerion Campbell, big time running back. He's he's the key. Uh, once they get him going, if he's going north and south, they're putting points on the board. Sound go, go ahead. At, th- at this point in the year, John, who, who's the team that's maybe the most surprising to you in Co- in Cobb County in the positive way? I mean, who's who is 
having a much better year than you all would have projected when you do your preview, which is an unbelievable preview, by the way, Sam. <laughs> uh, when you who who who's come the furthest from then? Well, you know, I know you say you, you've talked about them, but it, I st- it's still got to be Osborne. Yeah. You know, because the, they won five games last year, and look, it was nice to see them, you know, get in the win category. But the you know the opponents of those five wins, um, you know, maybe not the strongest strength of schedule. But right. now they're doing it in region play, and uh, you know, Luke Monsalam always said I wanted to make sure that people had the game plan for us, and oh, oh has he done that? Think about this: If they can hang out, or if they can hang on and win tonight, we would have eight and O Osborne taking on eight and O Walton next week for the outright region lead. Who would have thought about <laughs> that one at the beginning of the How about year? That, yeah, that's something. And I'll tell you, John's right, Sam. That do you realize if they win tonight, Osborne would have three region wins? They'd be three and O. Man, do you know that they went from? 2007 to 2022 with three region wins. Whoa. Combined. Whoa. I mean, they, they didn't win a region game for about 10 years in a row until this year. That so, is. to John's point, they were 5-5 five and five last year, but 0-5 oh in the region. Yeah. That now is. they're winning region games. Really impressive. Probably can't overstate it. That's why I have to quantify for people listening. Sam and I bring it up all the time. But you can't overstate the job these guys have done. Right, John? No, you can't. It's uh, it, it's an amazing kind of thing. And I've been talking with, uh, you know, I talked to Luke Mon, I talked to Phil Ironside, the offensive coordinator over there, who uh, you know built Hillgrove from the uh, ground up. And uh, you know, he says they're doing it. Uh, you know, if kids do knuckleheaded stuff, they don't play. And, uh, you know, they understand what it takes. They've got the discipline in place. They've got the community uh, support now. It's a, it's a true family atmosphere. And, uh, you know, w- once you get that going, you know, it, you build the momentum train and, uh, you know, they're, they're doing it. It's fun to watch. I, I'm, I'm, I told Luke, Mon, I, I told everybody this. I said, look, I don't generally root for teams or programs because I'm supposed to remain uh, unbiased and, uh, you know, I'm supposed to root for the best story. Well, rooting for Osborne is rooting for the best story. And I I, want to see the fairy tale continue because, uh, unfortunately, uh, once they get into the playoffs, I know who they cross over with. And, uh, (laughs) you know, depending on how they finish, they could end up going to Buford or going to Mill Creek. So, uh, wow. <laughs> hey, look, though, they never, 1957 when that school opened. All right. 1957. Right, right. They'll take a trip to Buford, baby. They will. They will. They will. I mean, they've earned that. One other game out your way I'm looking at that's kind of getting my attention Harrison. What's going on with them? They have it was a great start. They're trailing Hillgrove tonight 10 uh, 0. This is a third quarter score. Yeah. Hillgrove can play some defense. And, uh, you know, Harrison has had uh, a tough time scoring at some points during this season. You know, they they started 6-0. They're 0-2 in the region. They've lost those games by a combined five points. Three points to McEachern, 
Uh, two points to North Paulding. If they get beat by Hillgrove tonight, it looks like Harrison could be on the uh, outside looking in because this is their ninth game. They would only have one uh, one game left. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot like what happened to Kennesaw Mountain last year. Kennesaw mm-hmm. Mountain got off to a great start and went 7-3 and three, but missed the playoffs because they lost the wrong games. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of starting to look like that for Harrison right now. Man, man, you know, that's the thing. Getting together at this stage of the season, and we talked about it from the very outset of the show tonight, you know, these are the games. Every game is an important one. Every game is an important one once you get to this part of the season, two weeks away from uh, from the postseason. But we've been keeping an eye on some of the teams out in out in Cobb County. And, you know, hey, we got the High School Hall of Fame coming up uh, tomorrow night. And you and I texted about it. There's no Cobb County representation this time. But there's some guys that people think about it's stop and think uh, with Cobb ties uh, that they should get a good look next year, don't you think? Well, you know, one of the main ones, and look, you, you've got the Jonathan Dwyers who went on to the uh, NFL and, uh, you know, Rex Robinson won a national championship with the uh, UGA in 1980, was kicker for Marietta, went on to the NFL. Um, but one of the guys that I kind of have circled that I really think, because he really helped bring Cobb County football forward. Uh, along with his head coach. Because when Chip Lindsey got over to Lasseter, Hudson Mason was the quarterback. And as a senior, and I always go back to this because he did it in 12 games. They got beat uh, by Colquitt County in the the playoffs. Um, His senior year in 12 games, he threw for 4,650 yards and 54 touchdowns. And... You know, there were some, you know, there's some really good quarterbacks that have done a lot of good things in this, uh, in this state. But Lindsey's the one that brought the offense. He used to call it uh, fast break basketball on grass. Um, and Mason was the guy to run it. And, of course, Hudson went on and had a nice career at Georgia. Um, had a cup of coffee in the CFL and the NFL and has now uh, gone on to his broadcast career. But, uh, you know, he's really the one that kind of got offenses to open up, at least in Cobb County. And I think he had an influence, he and Chip, that they had an influence on the rest of the state showing teams, hey, we can do this this way. And, uh I think he's a he's the guy that I really want to see. Now, in fairness, I only go back to 06 here in the county, but I I I've seen a lot of them and we're going to have a lot coming up over the next uh, couple of decades, but uh, he's one he was one of the first original 100 that was considered. So, uh I think it's only a matter of time, but yeah. I'd like to see him go in. Yeah, Jonathan Dyer and Hudson Mason both Strongly yep. considered will be in, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. Look for for next year. I think they have a chance to be there. They certainly more than deserve it. But, John, we appreciate you spending some time with us tonight and sharing some things. We're going to keep an eye on, uh, on the remainder of the evening for the game with Osborne and see if they're able to get that win uh, against Wheeler tonight. Interest, interesting evening out that way. And thanks so much for joining. And if people want to check out things you got, where can people read, read, read about it tomorrow? 
Well, uh, CobbFootballFriday.com, uh, MDJOnline.com, and then uh, always follow us on Twitter at uh, Cobb Football Friday. Fantastic. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Appreciate it, fellas. All Have right. a good night. All right, you too. John Betnarowski, Marietta Daily Journal. A lot of things, a lot of games, a lot of implications going on out there. And we've talked a lot about the Osmond team. And, and you know, we got to give Wheeler their due, too. Yeah, I think it's a big win either. I think it's a big win for whoever gets it tonight. That's why it's a big game to cover. I mean, Osborne's a little more historical, but it's a big win for either program. Absolutely, absolutely. Most games are into the third quarter now. We're keeping an eye on them. Come back. We got more updates for you, more scores going to the top of the hour. We got another school days guest. I mean, we, we can school days guest. There's someone, another Hall of Famer that's going to join us. Big John Davis. I mean, Gilmer County, Georgia Tech, and Buffalo Bills. He's going to check in with us top of the hour. You stay with us. It is the Scoreboard Show on this Friday night on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 1990Game.com. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Keeping it local. This is the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio, 929 The Game, at 929thegame.com. It is the scoreboard show, your high school scoreboard show. We're on Midtown Atlanta Studios watching in there. Look, Parkview's about to score another one here. Oh, my goodness. Uh, great game that's going on as people are watching all over the state. Parkview and Newton. Parkview's up 21-14 as the third quarter just got a few seconds. We're about to move into the fourth quarter in a number of games tonight, Chris. We're looking at uh, Lumpkin County and White County tied at 35. They're in the fourth quarter. They got 411 to go. This one's about to wrap up pretty soon. That's a, that's a big game. That's a big mountain game. Lumpkin coming in undefeated. Uh, White County trying to spoil their region championship hopes. So that's one of the kids they're taking a look at uh, and keeping an eye on some games. we got Gilmer uh, right now up on Dawson County 23-21. That's in the fourth quarter as well. We have one of Gilmer County's finest uh, that will join us at, at the top of the hour. Yeah, all this mountain football talk. That's using me reporting that group, Sam. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you doing that. Oh, uh, hey, uh, Harrison here. scored twice to go ahead of Hillgrove, 14-10 okay, in the recently. So I know that we mentioned that score earlier. Harrison has come back to take the lead 14-10 to over Hillgrove. Fourth quarter score, we got Harris County's up on Northgate, 28-13. Talked about what a big region game that is. Stevens County continues to roll. Fourth quarter, they're up 35 nothing on Hart County. They're playing up, uh, playing up on the lake tonight. Yeah, moving to eight and zero with the win tonight. Stevens County. We got a final. We're starting to get to finals. You want to hear a few finals? Yeah, we got some. Walton 49 to seven winners over Cherokee. Okay. Peachtree Ridge final tonight winner 62 to nothing over Discovery. Whoa. Peachtree Ridge 
a place who had struggled for a few years, yeah. moves to 8-0. and Wow. Wow. So that, that big win they got last week against uh, North Gwinnett. Propelled the confidence. Yeah. Come yeah. out playing really well tonight. We've seen it again tonight. That's, that's fantastic. We talked about Commerce. That's the right score here. we got a fourth quarter score, 49-21. 49-21, one minute left in the game. Commerce with the lead. Going to be a great, 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 great win for Commerce. Setting up a real quagmire. Between Raven County, Commerce, and Elbert County in that region. Uh, because, you know, you get these situations where everybody beats everybody. Yeah. And it, it becomes a thing. And so, great win for Commerce tonight. Elbert County struggled a little bit to come off of the big win. But, hey, great, great job by Elbert County this year. They'll be back. And um, that region is just tough. Yeah. Some good ball teams. Commerce is one of those teams that used to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. I know you had covered them. Yep. Uh, they've been down a little bit, but they're back. Yeah, they are. They're looking back indeed, looking ahead to the ahead to the postseason. Fourth quarter score, we got Lambert 31, Denmark 23 up in Forsyth. They continue to play that one. Douglas did hang on and get the win. Douglas uh, 17, Carver Atlanta 7. That's uh, a big Big win. win. Biggest big win. win that Douglas has had in a couple of years. Yep. Coach Stanley Pritchard, congratulations, big, Coach. Big win for Coach Pritchard there tonight. All right, we got an update from Day-Day Lewis. Let's check in with Day-Day. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the high school scoreboard show with Sam Crenshaw and Coach Chris Parker, Damian Dede-Lewis, live here at Pace Academy. Guys, we are now entering into the fourth quarter, and it is the Knights finally on top. 13-7 your score. Kristen Johnson capping a nice drive with a rushing touchdown, and again, it's the Knights on top, 13-7, just a minute into the fourth quarter here. We'll see how this one turns out because right now, Luella is driving, and Luella actually just scores. Rushing touchdown, R.L. Ward, quarterback, no flags on the field, and Luella is now back on top. Well, actually, it's tied up 13-13, but with that extra point that I'm assuming they're going to uh, successfully complete, they'll be on top 14-13 for the high school scoreboard show with Sam Christian and Coach Chris Parker. I'm Damian Dede Lewis on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. He did it again. He did it again. I told y'all I was going to tell him to bring the juice. <laughs> he did. and um, I'm just having to wonder if, if all this is genuine. You know, I'm going to need you some. You think so? I'm going to need some. Uh, see if these, you know, were, were some doctored, video, <laughs> doctored moments. recordings or something. You know we don't I mean? need to bring in the heavy hitters, okay, <laughs> to analyze these things uh, and, and time up because there's no way. Every time he calls in, somebody scores. <laughs> they they no just way. has a knack, has a knack for it, man. He has a knack for it. Uh, he's and, got and, a great game, though. He does. Take a great game. Yeah, he does. Game, yeah, he does. He does. Great, great, great ball game. But all of us did look at each other and laugh, even off the air, yeah. when he started reporting another score. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what he does. Yeah, that's what he does. So Day Day is out there. He's got a great one. He's going to follow that one to the finish tonight on this Friday night. As you mentioned, there's some games that are going final. Uh, Lafayette is a winner now over Lakeview, Fort Oglethorpe, 34-21 final score as they are the winners in that game tonight. Some are going final. Crisp over Columbus. Uh, crisp um, uh, 46-7. to crisp, crisp County putting a nice season together. Um, South Paulding wins tonight to move to 3-5. and five. Over Alexander, forty-nine to nothing. Big win for South Paulding, and uh, River Ridge goes down to Rome. Rome at Barron Stadium. Ooh, it's gonna be tough to beat. Tough place to win. Rome wins fifty-five to zero. Always tough to play. Always tough place to get a win when they're playing there. Druid Hills is a winner, forty-one nothing over Johnson Gainesville. Druid Hills. How about Druid Hills? Man, they they are they are just rolling. 
You, you called them early in the year. Yeah. And they've been doing it. They're doing that. Um, Stepping back with the non-conference schedule, non-region schedule uh, to get that confidence. And, you know, next next season they'll step in, I guess, with the reclassification. Yeah, happen. next year they probably will come back in or at least have the opportunity to. Uh, you got to make that two-year commitment usually. Where County wins tonight, 64-20 to 20 over Greenbrier. And another final is Stars Mill, 48 to nothing winners over Riverdale. All right, all right. Uh, Eric Slaughter joins us now, and he has an update. I don't know if it's a final, but let's check in with Eric and see what he has. Okay. Sports Radio 929 The Game, Friday Night High School Sports Show. This is Eric Slaughter checking in from the stockyard at Hell, where we reached a halftime with the Longhorns on top of the Sportings by the 20, by score 21 to 14. But before we talk about the action on the field, this is a big weekend in high school football in the state of Georgia, as it is the second in our, I'm sorry, the second class of the Georgia High School Hall of Fame being inducted tomorrow night. Right now, I'm joined by the President of Georgia High School Association, Dr. Robin Hines, and two of this year's inductees from Southwestern Camp High School, Quincy Carter, and from Thomasville High School, Guy McIntyre. Dr. Hines, real quick, the second year of the high school class, what is this special event like and you know how you're recognizing what the great players of high school football did? All I'm saying is the best high school football in the country is played right here in Georgia. We've got the best coaches. I mean, you know, Friday nights, the only difference between Saturdays and Sundays are the size and the speed of the guys. And uh, to, to have this opportunity to put these guys who've done such a great job for Georgia and Georgia High School football, I got two great ones here. Two of my favorite dogs, my teammate, Guy McIntyre, we played together. Ladies and gentlemen, Kill High School marching band. Here. He's one of the best that ever came out of this state. And this class is absolutely stoked. They're packed. And, and we got more that have come up to this. It's been a lot of work for all of us to get this class in here. But they okay, said deserve the it. We're excited. Have, uh, all right, Quincy Carter, Southwestern Cavs. In the mid-90s, boy, you were the best quarterback in the country. I got a chance to see you here. under the legendary Buck Dodge. Talk about some of your high school memories and how special it was you to go to the home field. It's really special. It really feels good because the guys that are going along. Mariano, you won the pit guys that played before me. Even the guys that baseball team you know, they came before me at Southwestern Cavs. Quarterbacks like uh, Roberta, I'm sorry, I'm going to say Roberta Clemente. There's that baseball in there. Clemente, Gordon, Eric Jones, you know, uh, Eric Johnson, uh, playing for a legendary coach like Coach Buck Godfrey, man. Just remembering some of these Friday nights, football was just everything. Everything was just so innocent, and then you just went out and just played your goddamn lights out on Friday nights, man, to try to win the state championship. And to do it right here in the state of Georgia, and I know the guys that came before me, look, heck, I'm, look who I'm standing next to right now, Mr. McIntyre. So uh, so it just feels good, man. It brings a lot of good memories back, too. It just allows yourself to just kind of say, huh. And Guy McIntyre came back from the state of California for this induction. I tell you what, he's a bulldog in high school, he's a bulldog in college. But how does this feel being out here in this nice school Friday night? Uh, well, it just feels like, you know, back in football, you know, back in high school. You know, when the weather starts like this, you know it's, it's getting close to playoff time. You know, you got to be at your best. And, and that's what it's all about in Georgia. Like I said, when we go to the pros, we talk about Georgia football. Guys don't like it, but if you look at the, the, the high schools and you look at the colleges around, when they get Georgia players on their team, 
They ascend they the higher level. They ascend yeah. the higher level. It's just some of it's playing in this humidity. For what? <laughs> if you can play in this humidity, you can play anywhere, and you're gonna be better. Hey guys, real quick, we got a guy on the field tonight. Plays two sports like you did. That might be getting inducted one time. What do you think about that young man, Bryce Clavon? I it was he the one that ran quarterback? The yes, indeed. Oh, well, I saw him when I was coming in, and I was like, God, Lee, that kid can run. Yes, indeed. So, I mean, he left everybody. All right, once again for the High School Scoreboard Show, Eric Sword, I'm here with Dr. Robin Hines, the head of Georgia High School, and Quincy Carter and Guy McIntyre. A great weekend of celebrating high school football here in Georgia. Back to the studio with Sam and Chris. My goodness. I mean, he didn't leave anybody on the, you know, no stones left unturned there. <laughs> Eric Slaughter is out there just mean everybody, everybody from Dr. Robin Hines to the, the <laughs> Hall of Famers, two of the Hall of Famers coming in tomorrow. Found night. a quarterback and an offensive lineman. How about that? That's two good people to talk to and, right there. And, and I'm telling you, if you go down to Thomasville, you know it's good because the, the guy McIntyre's name is on the field. Woo! At the school. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. Dr. Hines yeah. from down there, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that was pretty impressive, Eric. Great, great work out there. Welcome to them. And that game is going to continue, uh, and he'll have more updates on that contest as we go on here on this Friday night. All right, top, going to the top of the hour, we're going to hear from another one of the uh, inductees tomorrow night. He's from up in, uh, up in the mountains, if you'd like to say. Uh, uh, it's up 75. Uh, Big John Davis is going to join us next as we head for the 10 o'clock hour on this Friday night. Here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.